Hello everyone and welcome to the next episode of Hoopod. My name is Blair Beveridge and thank you for once again tuning in. On this week's show, Joey Taylor and I welcome Paul Mason. Now for those of you who remember the Geek and Sundry vlogs, you'll know Paul as the DIY guy and to stay crafty and all of those things, all of his taglines. Um, on this episode we talk to Paul about crafting, geeky crafting in particular, video games, board games, RPGs, movies, TV shows. We really do the geek gamut in this one. Paul's a good friend of mine. It's good when I have the ability to catch up with him, and this was no exception. So let's dive into it, shall we? Hoopod number 45 with the one and only Paul Mason. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the next episode of Hoopod. I am joined with Joey and Tyrlin. Hello, guys. Hey, hey. Hey, it's that. And uh, this week we have a, another ex-Geek and Sundry vlogger and a good friend of mine, Paul Mason. Welcome, Paul. Hello. Yay! Hi, I'm Paul the DIY guy. And that he is. Um, the DIY, uh, for those who don't know, what is DIY an acronym for? Uh, do it your damn self. Uh, well, close enough. Do it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> He's the Diddy guy. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds worse. Uh, no, uh, uh, DIY stands for do it yourself. Do it yourself. Um, and uh, I guess a question, I don't even know if I've ever asked you this in the past. Where did your your, your joy from uh, come from when it comes to building things yourself, the do-it-yourself stuff? Oh, geez. Uh, I have been making stuff myself since I was um, a small, small kid. Uh, I used to go to camps and we'd do the crafts, so I'd be the one building crafts. And I remember building, like, puppets and marionettes and like chess boards and um later on i got into like knitting and uh friendship bracelet making that i think i started a hundred and never finished a single one because <laughs> uh, they take forever i like the knots part i just uh you know they didn't have any friends to give them to at the time so oh boo. Uh, i call bullshit on that that's true. bullshit so. none who wanted a friendship bracelet anyways <laughs> so uh so start back in camps okay cool yeah. I, I remember going to day camps and we would do those those bracelet things um yeah i, I kind of made a bunch for myself <laughs> so i mean i called bullshit but i understand what you're talking about on that um i also found it kind of weird trying to give these things to my friends they'd be like uh no <laughs> yeah, yeah yes i think that's more the case is that you want this if I, uh no thanks no, I can make one myself if I wanted to. Okay, but it's it's GIMP. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't even know what that meant. Um, Not but that, what that, it means when you're older. No, no, completely different thing. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so, so you started young and, and you know, I think a lot of us do crafts at a young age. Uh, how did you, uh, I guess, maintain the, the love for... for for doing that throughout throughout the years, because I know I've, I mean I liked doing it for a while, but then it, when I got money, I was like, oh, I'll just buy it from other people doing that. I I think the answer is I didn't for a long time. I oh. I spent uh, so I you know I, I crafted and I actually did a lot of cross stitching when I was was growing up, and I think I got to the point where I hit college and then it kind of fell by the wayside a lot, uh, where college mm. and college life and that sort of thing took over. And I had this project that I had put on the back burner for a few years, um, and I decided 
don't know, I just, I had some extra time kicking around and I decided to pick it back up and remembered, oh yeah, I really enjoy doing this sort of thing. So I, I finished that, uh, a crazy cross stitch, um, like probably close to a hundred thousand stitches all, I think every stitch felt like it was a different color. Uh, so I finished that and got it framed and then shortly thereafter realized that, you know what, I can, uh, I can mix my crafty bits with my nerdy bits and that it was kind of old news from there. Okay. So how, how were you found then for, for the geek and sundry vlog? I mean, I know there's one nerd craft that you did that I grabbed my attention right away. Was, was that the one that kind of put you on their map? I, I, not, I have no idea. Um, I do know generally what happened. Um, I know that uh, when they did their first wave, they kind of had their set people they were looking for. Uh-huh. And then I guess Felicia decided at one point that she just she's kind of like a brain fart. Like, oh, we should have a crafty person. And uh, at the time, like when you search for like nerdy crafts, my videos came up. So Jenny contacted me and she's like, hey, would you like to join our team um duh yeah of course i would (laughs) and uh that's how that so i don't i don't know specifically one uh probably the lightsaber uh it certainly was the the most popular for a very long time uh Mm -hmm. i don't know why maybe star wars is like uh well known or something Uh, i've heard of it you may have heard of this this program (laughs) that they've done but yeah, it, it's and, and this was uh, this is one of my favorite. I mean, uh, we, we talked just before we went on live. My favorite show with the lightsaber is is my second one, and 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 I think you were telling me in the past, and please correct me if I'm wrong, that uh, a member of your family just kind of uh, rather pointed you in this direction, or or kind of let you know that you can get these things basically from a hardware store. Yeah, yeah. She just uh, she asked me like, hey, can you make this? And I'm like, uh, I think so. So I did some looking. I'm like, yeah, sure. A couple of pieces, put them together. Tack on some, I think it was black magic marker, if I remember correctly, uh, to fix it all the the parts that didn't look quite right, and uh, you got yourself a cheap, decent looking lightsaber. It was pretty good, and you and you and you had the technical knowledge to put a glowing blade on it for your video, which oh, I'm sure I had to learn that. That was the worst part. That was absolutely. <laughs> I I give so many props to the rotoscopers. Uh, I certainly wasn't using the right tools, so that didn't help. Uh, but even still. Frame by frame tracking, crazy people. I I've yet to even as a big Star Wars fan, I've yet to take that on. I just it's it's it seems to be a lot of work. <laughs> so I've always kind of just let it be. But uh, there, there's there's obviously more to you than your your nerdy crafts. Uh, why don't you talk to us a little bit about some of your geeky passions? Oh geez, uh, games obviously both uh, on the table and on the TV are pretty big parts of what I'm, I'm still currently doing. Uh, I'm, Give uh, some of your favorites. Board games? Uh, let's see. I'll, I'll go look at my list of uh, stuff I got here. Uh, Pandemic Legacy has got to be the top right now. Uh, I played it with a group of people. It was phenomenal. And then I liked it so much I bought a second copy, and I'm, I'm still working through it with my girlfriend. Highly recommend Ooh. it. Um, and it's co-op, so you know if you don't have... Competitive people, you don't have to worry too much about them if you're a non-competitive person. Uh, the game is plenty tough as it is. Um, ironically, we uh, we had one of our diseases was the uh, the stupid disease, a.k.a. Trump disease, uh, before any of this nonsense uh, went down. And uh, <laughs> let's just say our game didn't end well, so good luck. 
<laughs> if Pandemic <laughs> Legacy is anything to go by. Uh, I, I do love the co-op games, though. Uh, Forbidden Desert, Forbidden Island. Uh, we're playing some Dungeons & Dragons games right now, the, the board games, which are much simpler than the role-playing games. I was playing Dungeons & Dragons, a role-playing game with the Adventures League every Wednesday, uh, which is fun. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's that's kind of the, the short list on board games. Uh, I've, I've got a lot. I have I think I've got somewhere, like, I'm down to 50. I did a big purge. Have you tried uh, Smash Up yet? Just I, I have not tried it yet. I do own a copy, uh, the basic one. It's on oh. my list of things to get to. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm I'm hesitant. I've seen. I saw the tabletop episode, and uh, we'll see. I, I oh, will please don't be hesitant. Okay. Until I try the, the game. The game is so much fun, Paul. I'm not even kidding. Okay, our household. Okay, we have every single expansion that goes with it, including the new one that has like. Because okay, the the great the great thing about it is that you you choose two things. So you could be like ninja grannies or fairy princess kittens. Or dinosaur teddy bears. It's just, it's amazing at what you can do with it. How about you, Terrilyn? Do you play uh, Do you play any board games in your spare time? All that only, spare time you have? Yeah, all that spare time. Only the childish kind of games. Like, well, I used to love Monopoly, but no one will play with me anymore because I'm a really sore loser. So I'm that person who, when I land on the hotel... I will kind of go, no, please don't, please don't charge me. I'll give you a chocolate if you don't charge me. So no one wants to play with me anymore. But um, no, I've started getting into Dungeons and Dragons. It's just, it's a big commitment, if you know what I mean. You have to find a group that have the time to be able to sit down and work out a campaign and do all that. But I really enjoy it. Um, So Mm -hmm. I'm hoping to find a local group around town who can play with me. (laughs) Well, you're talking to a bunch of people who do it now. I mean, I, I Joey is an old school gamer. Paul's an active player. I'm playing yeah. once a month online, and um, I'm I'm really enjoying it. In fact, for those in the community who don't know, first of all, get from underneath your rock. Hmm. But uh, the Critical Rollcast has now got all of their episodes on a podcast format. So this is a format that's a lot better for me. I mean, I've moderated some of the the critical role streams and it is just insanity i can't even pay attention to what's going on um so uh, so so when it came to the actual podcast i can listen to that going to or from work and uh it's it's just a lot better for me and as a format so i'm uh I'm really appreciative of, of it in that form because I'm really kind of getting now why these guys are so popular now I get to hear. Like, Matt Mercer really is an incredible DM. Um, and his players are, are very, I mean, obviously their voices are incredible. They're voice actors. Um, a couple of them in particular, like the character of Scanlan cracks me up. Um, the character of Grog, I just laugh my ass off at. And, uh, I totally, I'm, I'm, I'm getting why the critter thing became a thing. <laughs> because they're so very good. And I'm still very new. Uh, Paul, you've been doing some P&P for a while, so. P&P? Pen and paper. Oh, sh- yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been playing since uh, just after high school. I picked up 3.5 and then, again, a break and then back on uh, 5. Which is amazing. So where did... Terrilyn, where did you, uh, where was the game introduced to you? I think the first game I played, oh, I was about 16 with my uncle and my cousins. And then I played a second time with my friend when I was about 19. 
but we went really, really off tangent. Uh, we were meant to be chasing goblins, but I ended up hitting on some guy in a bar and we went off and got married. Like, it just went so far off what the game was supposed to be. No, 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 no. You're, that is exactly the things that are supposed to happen. If you're just following oh, the, the train tracks they lay out, you're, you're, I say you're doing That's it wrong, cool. but you're not having as much fun as you probably could be. Oh, fantastic. Because everyone was quite mortified because I was just going off. I was flirting with all the guys just because, you know, I felt... But why not? You know, it's fantasy. And then we played again recently about four months ago. But um, yeah, now, actually, now you've uh, been reintroduced to the bug thanks to you today. <laughs> so I'm going to see if I can do it this weekend. <laughs> you know, and it's it's to say that as long as everybody is having a good time, there's there's yeah. that's the important part for these dice it, games. Absolutely. And a good Game Master makes all the difference. Like the very first game I played, I was playing with um, Elias Thompson and and Don Diego and oh, that'd um, be a good one. Oh, it was it was really really good. And Kristen Brumley and, and another Adam Tatum. We were playing at San Diego Comic Con last year, and uh, we got to the point where we killed the big bad, and I got the final blow. And of course, he did the whole Matt, you know Matt Mercer. How do you want to do this? And I was just like, oh, I got to kill the first time. So I I basically kind of just mauled the shit out of the big bad, grabbed it and threw it in the water before we can loot its body. And uh, they're all just kind of looking at me like you, you just you just you, you put the loot in the bottom of the ocean, the the loot we, and I'm like oh right, <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't I I don't think of loot when I you will now there. you will now I will now in fact it's kind of weird we we have. We have a few kind of interesting magical items, but for the most part, we don't loot things. I don't know why. We just don't. It's, it's more not of a always the most. Imp- <laughs> well, you know, it's it's the the process of having the story go. You don't need always to be loot centric. Right, and you know, and I think the 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 DM kind of understood that, and um, and you know, gave us a few key items that we can use later on. Like I have a, I have a boat in my backpack that if I say a certain thing, it becomes very large. And if I say another thing, it becomes very small. Um, which sure, you I, sure it's a boat? Un- yeah, yeah, it's okay. kind of a boat that expands and So that's and not contracts. a dinghy? Not a dinghy? Uh, I think it's a boat. It I don't know. Say something, it gets larger. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, oh, say something, not rub something. Got it. I, I got you, got you. Um, but oh, yeah, the first time. <laughs> hey, Joe is on board. <laughs> I knew where you are going, Paul. Mm. Um but yeah, the first time we used it, I, I sent one of our, our party members flying because he was holding it. And I was like, what does this mean? And I read it and pfft. <laughs> and now that character's dead. So <laughs> so as he was dying, he threw the boat at me and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> and I'm, I thought he was going to make it explode in my face, but no, he just gave it to me. So it was nice. But yeah, I dealt with my first character death. Like that was, that was more than I thought it was going to be. You know, I mean, we'd only been playing, I guess, at that time, five sessions, but, you know, we lost a character, and I was just like, oh, this sucks. It's not even my character. I, so I, I got to tell I, you, I, I have yet to run across this in an actual campaign, so I, I haven't had to deal with this nonsense. You haven't had to deal with the boat that expands on when you say a magic word? <laughs> not that specific. I was thinking more along the lines of the character deaths. We have yet oh, to have Oh, come on. Actual... Everybody's dealt with this. This is, this nope. is like, this isn't like old this is or new like this is like long running i mean i deal with this on a daily basis 
Even in the I real think you're world, in the wrong game. <laughs> oh, real world. <laughs> Maybe you're in the wrong game, Joey. If your DM is bloodthirsty. No, I mean it. It was a legit kill. Like there was nothing wrong with with the the role play of it all. We were against a mind flare. We shouldn't have mm-hmm. been fighting a mind flare. It's that the fact that we killed the mind flare by only losing one person, quite frankly, was a miracle. And even the DM admitted he's like, I can't believe I only killed one of you. And uh, it anyway, it was a character, and the arc was good because the character had basically revealed his darkest secret, and it was bad because in order for us to get into this this very specific area, you had to you know give a very deep dark secret. So. Every member of the party had to say it in front of the other members that were left, except when it came down to the last two, it was two characters who had no interest in ever revealing that secret, but one person, for the sake of moving the game along, told a secret, jumped in the portal, which, of course, you know, we're not, our characters didn't hear, but we heard, and uh, at that point, he, he was okay with his character dying. He actually made a really stupid move. Um, as a squishy character, he went to tank a mind flare when I was turning into a bear to do so. Uh, that being said, if I had tanked it, I would have been the dead guy because the rolls that Mind Flare made was insane. Just absolutely. Uh, you insane. can't fight the dice either. They sometimes they just do what they want to do. That's right. Um, now let's get into some of that video game action. Yes. I, I know that Tyrion and, and yourself share a, uh, I believe, a love for the Zelda series. Oh yeah. Although I would not call myself a hardcore Zelda because uh, I, I like to collect them more than I like to play them lately. Yeah, I'm Zelda Bias. I've mentioned a few times on this podcast, there's only a couple of the games I'm obsessed with, but the other games I, I don't touch, like the GameCube fiasco. <laughs> which which one's the GameCube fiasco? The Oh, the one where he's got a big bobble head and he looks cartoonish. What oh, the Wind that? Waker? Wind Waker. I've heard that's I'm good. I'm totally on board with that. Based yeah. on the graphics Can't... to play it. Yep. 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 Cell yep. shading. The, the Wind Waker <laughs> was terrible. I, I think we're all... Well, the game... No, even the game was the worst Zelda game. I mean, the graphics kind of removed me from it. <coughs> no, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Number two is the worst. Shut Number up. Oh, yes. No, Shut I retract up. my statement. Number two is the worst. Okay, well, the see side you guys. Scroll. They don't it's time count. to go. They don't count. <laughs> I cannot stand the side scroll. I, really I, I redid it. I redid it recently, um, having a copy on the Wii U so I can use my save point rather than uh, have to actually mm-hmm. suffer through it all the way again. Uh, yeah. Way better, way better playing that one as an adult. Uh, Perhaps, and that's actually you're the second person on this podcast that said this. Eric Barkman um, was on earlier, and he said you should retry it. It's not as bad as you remember. Yeah, I think it it was just it was so different from the first one that I didn't want to accept it. And I, I think that I was my problem. That. And and yeah. it doesn't touch a link to the past, which is clearly the uh, the top of the, right. the series as far as from I that or Ocarina. Yeah, yeah. Ocarina is is a phenomenal game as well. So you know, pick your pick of those two and. I think we'll get it get along just frankly, fine. Frankly, I think Breath of the Wild is the top in this series. Um, well, it, it's a just theory. a phenomenal game. There is a theory that Breath of the Wild is actually an expansion of, I think, the Wind Waker. Because they're trying to work out which timeline Breath of the Wild fits into. Mm-hmm. And apparently it is from Wind Waker. Interesting. Well, have you guys heard about no, this? No. Um, I, I have to disagree because my version of Link beat Ganon. <laughs> Didn't lose, <laughs> which is the whole I'm premise of step away. I can already Breath. feel the heat coming off this conversation. Well, no, the whole premise of Breath of the Wild is a hundred years ago, Link fails to defeat Ganon. I mean, I hope that's not a spoiler to anyone, but that's told to you within the very first beginnings of the game. 
and uh, and then you're brought to resurre- resurrection chamber to basically charge back up to give it another go. Well, seeing as I never played Wind Waker, I guess that would make sense. Yeah, I mean that's that's <laughs> the beginning of Breath of the Wild, which just the immensity of that game is just phenomenal. I really got to put the nail in the coffin. Basically, I'm trying to find the last few shrines, and then I'm gonna go fight Ganon. But uh, a big part of me is just like, uh, I don't want to finish it. But it's you so know good. what? I would finish it if you could still play afterwards because like every Zelda game you beat Ganon and then it's like it never happened I would like to beat Ganon and then explore the world without those big horrible guardians coming after me you know what I mean I do I really I do um maybe I should just beat it and then just because I'm I don't know if I'll ever get all the Korok seeds I mean there's 900 of them <laughs> holy shit and apparently yeah. the expansion's gonna add even more so I'm like what so maybe it's best I don't get into this. I, I do uh, have some free time left. Um, not a lot. But... I, I will not talk shit. Honestly, it's a great game, Paul. I know you, you're uh, in, into some other games. I, I don't want to convince you away. Speaking of which, tell us what else you're playing these days. Okay, well, mainly it's uh, Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, it's my first MMO. I probably should not have. I knew it was going to be bad news when I got there. Because uh, it's so phenomenal. that it's so big. And... Uh, I just, I'm a huge fan. Is this the one they just ex- uh, just had the expansion for, though, or they announced the expansion for? The no, Morrowind, it, it I think? just came out. Yeah, it's uh, it's a out. new expansion okay. for the game. They call it a chapter. I guess it's kind of like a expansion Telltale. in WOW. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Similar. I, I I never played WoW, so I don't I don't have any context for how similar it is. Um, yeah, more or less integrates the world. The world changes a little bit. And the new world exists. A lot. There's a lot of things that aren't touched. There's a lot of things yeah. that get, you know, kind of altered slightly. And then there's all new areas. Yeah, that sounds about right. Joe uh, is a resident WoW player, though, so I haven't played in a few years. Uh, if you if you like the idea of a Skyrim or a Oblivion with multiplayer, it's it's definitely the way to go. Um, and you don't need to fight everybody all the time too, which I'm I'm glad about because I I much prefer solo gaming. But I, I really like it because I can solo play with other people, if that makes sense. Huh. Like, they're there, and they're still fighting the same bad guys, but they're not attacking me unless I'm in a certain area. Like a big reason I stopped playing MMOs was I actually got tired of playing by myself. I enjoyed it for a while because I was able to focus on my stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. I I can't recover from that. Let's move on. (laughs) Well, obviously, the the big thing going on right now in video games. Thank you for saying big thing. I appreciate that. mm, Is the. the, uh, And I'm back. (laughs) Is uh, E3. Which. Yes. Um. Big oh, let's up. go over E3, Paul. Yeah. E3, your 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 ups, your downs, your your impressions. Uh, well, let's, I'm just gonna focus on the good stuff because uh, the bad stuff I just won't care about. Mm. Um, I, I've got a, I've actually made a list of this because I was looking through the stuff that was coming out, and I'm not I'm not really excited for a lot of new stuff lately. But uh, this this one actually had me go ooh oh and ooh ooh uh, for a couple of them. So uh, obviously the fractured butthole. Uh, video game coming out from the South Park folks. Uh, I was a huge ah, yes. fan of the Stick of Truth. I, I've actually, I 100%ed it. I got all the trophies. I've beaten it like five times. It's probably my favorite game I've ever played, ever. So I want to play it so bad, and I haven't been able to. Oh, <laughs> man. 
it is it's not even that long so i mean it's like it's enjoyable uh what what it's not long the stick or the game the, the stick is not ah shit yeah shit so much innuendo guys so much innuendo <laughs> especially with this game uh definitely not an under 18 game or at least right. you know ask your parents uh first or make them play it um but yeah i, I have very high hopes for the sequel uh it's been delayed at least once or twice now so if we see it this year i'll be very happy if uh, if we don't see it i won't be overly surprised uh, but that's the big one they were announcing, so I got to see a little bit of it, and I'm looking forward to it. Um, what I did not expect that to be excited about was the the Mario and the Rabbits game. Yeah, the Mario game, Odyssey. Oof. Oh no! So that's oh the oh the combo game. game. Sorry, yeah. the combo game. Yeah. Well, there's there's two of them, right? Because you know, apparently we need two Mario themed games this year. Which okay, sure. Uh, it might actually be a reason to buy the Switch. I'll be honest, because I could, I was able to play Zelda on the Wii U, mm-hmm. I, I, I passed on the Switch, uh, and I will hold strong on that, and they came up with Mario Kart, which is another title that makes me buy it, but it's pretty much the same game, so I was yep. like, no, I can still hold back, but Odyssey's going to be tough, because <laughs> Odyssey looks so good. Well, I will so probably good. wait until I see a sequel to Mario Kart, because just because they put out uh, an updated version on it doesn't mean that's yeah. a really new Mario Kart yeah, it's it's pretty much the same game with a with a little bit of DLC and most of the DLCs and the kind of fighting stuff, which I don't do. I race, I don't fight. Yeah. So, uh, so anything else that you enjoyed? Uh, the uh, rabbits, the Mario. Yep. Uh, Metroid Prime Four. I, I love Metroid. I could not get into the the Prime games. I tried a few and uh, got a little bit motion sick, so I uh, I skipped. Mm. Um, but there's apparently a remake for Mario or no, sorry, not Mario Metroid Two. Yeah, the remaster, I think I heard. Which I had no idea was even in the pipes, and I'm really excited about. Yeah, that one, I think, came out of left field for a lot of people. They were hoping for Prime 4, but they were not expecting remaster 2, so um, it's good. It's really good. Um, I guess, anything else? Uh, and Well, see, I saw it, and I, I hear so many good things about it, uh, the, the original games, but I've never actually played it myself. Uh the Shadow of the Colossus, I've heard phenomenal things, but I have hmm. no context for. So, have you guys played right. it? I have not, Joey. I'm going to have to say no. Okay. Terilyn? I want to say yes, but no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, maybe it's a game we should all look into. Uh, I've heard, like I say, it's, it's one of those games that I hear good things, but I've never actually had the chance and it sounds like the the PlayStation's going to do it justice if that makes mm-hmm. sense graphics wise. Uh, the, I know the originals were like on the PlayStation 2 which at the time were phenomenal but uh, they date. Yeah. Uh, and sure. the only sad news or lack of news uh, that I heard from them is I didn't hear anything about Dimensions Year 3 so I have to assume that the rumors are true and there will not likely be a year 3 for that game. Another game I, I have yet to try. I, I don't console game much mm-hmm. um, anymore. Uh, we just I think if I had a second TV, I'd console game more, but we just the one TV makes it a little bit more difficult. Uh, Joey, uh, your impressions on E3? I haven't seen anything of E3, nor have I seen anything from Apple's Worldwide Developer Conference, which I still need to watch as well. Mm-hmm. Um, although I'm curious to know, was there anything brought up from Square Enix about, I don't know, 
Kingdom Hearts or oh, yeah. anything Kingdom Hearts else 3. with Final Fantasy. Yeah, there's a there's a Kingdom Hearts three coming out. Yeah, have they have they actually decided on a definitive date yet? <laughs> uh, that I can't Probably answer. Probably not. And with Final Fantasy, I mean, they really did just release uh, a title, so. Um, probably not going to get anything in that world beyond perhaps a DLC for for a year or so. Well, we yeah, I I know that they were planning like a, a, a shit ton of DLC for it, but they hadn't announced when or what it was going to be. Right. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I'm always looking forward to Final Fantasy. This one's actually the first one I have not played to this point, and and a lot of that is I don't have a PS4. Mm-hmm. I uh, I'm hoping they come out with a PC port and i'll play it i have a few friends that have played it they said it's a little guy heavy um with the exception of that though it's a pretty good game um and uh yeah i've always enjoyed final fantasy games uh really one of my premier titles go ahead i have two words for you okay crash bandicoot remake friday june 30th anyone (laughs) no so uh the Crash Bandicoot. That is, is that the Australian game? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I actually played one of the, the Australian games, the other one, if you will. I was I was some sort of animal, and everybody bangaroo, and they had Jack all these Dexter. Really bangaroo. Uh, sorry. What bangaroo? Jack, Jack and Dexter. I don't. They had some really stereotypical Australian terms. <laughs> I'll have to find it. I don't remember what it's called, but I really enjoyed it. It was it was like a platformer. I uh, I had fun with it. But, uh, Crash so Crash Bandicoot. It's a real game, like over there. Yeah. Oh, oh, I, it I, is. I, I'm just messing with you. Yeah, it's big oh, here okay. too. I, I just never got into it myself. <laughs> it's it's actually one of my um, sister-in-law's favorite games. Is Crash Bandicoot. So she really because I was about to say, so that's, was that announced? Episode where they take it off, where Lisa's sick at home and she's playing pretty much a Crash Bandicoot rip-off. And I was about to say, no, if The Simpsons ripped it off, it must be real outside of australia so okay no cool oh, yeah. all right yeah, yeah oh no definitely a big game here absolutely was that announced at e3 or is that just a game that's being released soon so you're excited yeah no it's just uh, being released soon because i go down to eb games probably every second day to look for the new stuff and um uh, it's actually coming out on the day of my book launch so when i finish off my book launch the uh, game store is open till midnight because i'm having a big launch so yeah i'm gonna run over and get a present for myself nice because why not there you go um, do do you know anything from the E three conference at all, Terlin? Have you do you follow that at all? No. Okay. No. The Electronics Something Expo, Paul. I don't know. I, Joey. I, I... <laughs> yeah. Okay. There's yep. three E's. Um, I I basically have a a friend that takes these four days off of work and does nothing but watch the stream. So he he gives me the Coles Notes version. Um, from what I've gathered from him, a few other of my buddies that, uh, you know, watch this, you'd like this, da, da, da. Odyssey, um, I just, I, that's going to be a problem for me come <laughs> October. Uh, but honestly, the one game that I saw that I'm really super interested in is Anthem. I don't know anything about this. What is this? Anthem is, it's, it's a new MMO. Um, it's from, I believe it's Bioware. And it's, it's one of those kind of every decision you make things affects everything in the MMO. It's open world. 
Uh, you kind of have like the, these jet packs and there's a lot of global warming going on. So you kind of live in a shelter techno city and then you go out into the wild and like there's crazy weather all the time. It's It's got a little bit more of a base and reality kind of feel to it if climate change was left unchecked. And, you know, you got all this high-end tech and it's an MMO, it's open world, and you got the decision where every decision you make will affect your character for the rest of its life. And, mm. uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's a concept game. It's not coming out to 2018. They had some, some you know, demos of how pretty it looks right now. But that, that's the one that I took away that I really wanted to try. Um, I, I don't get too excited about the Xbox and play Sony stuff just because I don't really have those. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I keep listening for, hey, you're going to release that on PC? And, and more times than not, I don't hear a lot of that. <laughs> so, um, well, your problem that, is that was what I, you like the type ahead. of games that are typically console games. You just like to play them on PC. And that's a fair statement. Um, yeah. I mean, I do like a lot of point and clicks. I like on a lot of open worlds and, and that sort of stuff. But uh, in general, that's fair. Like, I mean, I, I played Diablo 3, and I've been playing it for five, six years, and it's it just kill things. That's all you do is run around and kill things. Mm. Um, and I still play it. I love that game. Um, Overwatch, another game I really enjoyed. Uh, it, it's... I guess maybe when as I got older, I just kind of want my games to be something I can walk away from at any time, um, which is a big reason I currently aren't playing any MMOs because I actually love MMOs. But I get I get a little too wrapped up in the world. Like I, I have a, a bit of an obsessive personality. Did you see there's this brand new game coming out in 2018 and it's you can only play it in co-op mode, which I'm really excited about because I don't think a lot of games really have that co-op option like Halo used to have. And I believe what it is, you're two criminals and you have to try and escape from prison together and then you go on a whirlwind adventure running from the cops and everything. But it looks really interesting and I think it's going to revolutionise the gaming world a little bit by introducing this co-op form of playing. Forced co-op. Yeah. Hmm. Because I love Sounds that Sounds like Prison stuff. Break. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> and two, everything good is coming out in 2018. It's really frustrating. Well, you know, you got to give these guys some time to no. build these things. And no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gave Nintendo a lot of shit about not releasing Breath of the Wild um, when I thought it was supposed to be released and really scrap it and restart it, and I was really angry. But a quote I read today is, if you delay a, a game because it's not ready and release it when it is, It'll be delayed, but it'll be still be a good game. If you release a game that's bad yeah. er, early when you shouldn't, it'll always be a bad game. So true. Um, and it's, no it's, it's hard land. to... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, was it, that it's a loud? tough. Yeah, it was a little loud. Uh, it's, it's sometimes a tough pill to swallow, um, specifically. Like, I actually thought that Zelda was going to get pushed right off the Wii U, and I would have made me angry because it was one of the reasons I bought it. Yes, I know. Um, I was... <laughs> I was very happy it didn't, so. Um, all right, Paul, besides the, the games, the videos, the boards, uh, you know what? Wait a second. Joey. Hi. You know what? Let's dive into some rapid fire right now. Okay. All right, so the way that rapid fire works is I come up with a couple of questions during our discussion, and then I ask them to you. So are you ready, sir? Yes. All right. What is a craft type that you haven't tried but want to? Uh, woodworking. Ooh, okay. Side question. What would you make? Uh, 
well, I'm actually, I've, it's been running in my brain a lot. I would really like to build something for my cat to sleep on, on the wall. She loves to jump and she loves to be up high. Uh, I'd love to come up with something nerdy for her to, uh, to sleep on that I could also use for storage. You should totally do that Super Mario setup thing that has gone around Facebook for the last few years. <laughs> it's it's definitely a thought. Ooh. All right. In a world that is, takes place in the Wild West, run with steampunk and airships with a bit of magic thrown in, you're an anthropomorphic character. What animal, real or fake, are you panther Ooh, okay what would your class be rogue oh i can do i want to play this game with you (laughs) 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 all right what classic nes game would you like to see remastered that isn't already haven't they already all been remastered i'm talking like from the ground up okay fine uh i would have to say uh what's the game adventures of nemo Little Nemo? Little Nemo. It's, uh, I think it's I a, missed this game. Well, it's it's about a little boy who goes on an adventure, and he flies on his bed, I believe. Uh, I, I Actually, it's so long ago that I played it that I don't really have that much recollection of it. Uh, but I, I remember it being very, very hard. So I'd love to see that, but like with nicer graphics. Moogles or Chocobos? That's it. <laughs> Can I have Moogles riding Chocobos? Ooh. And if I have to pick, I'll go with Moogles, because Moogles. I'll give you Moogles riding Chocobos. Yay! But then you're not allowed to fly. That's fine. <laughs> I, can li- I can totally live with this. I love the rules. <laughs> yes, there's always rules. Rules are important. <laughs> All right. And last but certainly not least... How awesome is our Team Human moderator, Toronto Gal? I have heard she is phenomenal. I actually don't know her personally, so I can't speak for myself, but uh, I hear nothing but good things. Absolutely. We, uh, we here in Team Human will always sing the praises of our lovely, lovely Toronto Gal. Um, but now before Tierlin gets into a game of her choosing, um, we will um, ask a little bit more about your interests outside of gaming and uh, DIY, if you will. What, what else keeps uh, Paul Mason ticking? Uh, TV and movies, although a lot of TV. All right. Uh, what are so your favorites? Doctor Who has become uh, way up there uh, mm. for something that I know I know having spoken with you in the past where you were just getting into it i started after that yeah and uh since then i have gone i'd say watched but it's it's more like listen to watch the entire classic series Uh all however many episodes there were uh so i caught up on that and i'm now up to date on the current series which is just phenomenal i love i love the the current dynamic with uh, capaldi and uh bill pearl mackey pearl mackey pearl mackey thank you this is a great season. It really is. Mm-hmm. I have not liked Capaldi in his first year. I really didn't like him. Last year, I was lukewarm. But this year, I and of course, it's his last year. This seems to be mm-hmm. my fate with doctors. Is I tend The ones I don't like at the beginning, I tend to like them in their last year. But I really like Capaldi in the role this year. There's just 
he he's more softer i think i mean he's still hard but you know I think he just brought it down a notch, and that was all that I needed. And, and you're right; it's been a great season to this point. I haven't seen any of the new season yet. You'll enjoy it. Well, I I wish you luck because it is it, it's different than the rest too. It's it's a gone they've gone back to a very serial like bad guy monster of the week style. So yeah. if, if you like the classics, then you will probably really like this. What's it, weird because I, I normally like the story arcs. I love the Matt Smith story arcs. I love the the ones that they've didn't. I want to say I love all the ones with Claire because I, I'm not a big fan of some of the things they did there. Uh, but I, I do enjoy the stories that they make. Uh, and this one has not really had a lot of that, but it, and yet it's been phenomenal. So that should tell you how good this season is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd love to give you some highlights, but I don't want to spoil anything. The character of Billy is, is a refreshing change. Mm. Um, and they, they, they don't pussyfoot. They don't you know dodge obvious bullets they go right at them and i and i love that and I, that's why i've really enjoyed this season so far um and uh i like forward to more i really like that she's not the damsel in distress i yes. I, I cannot stand the the companions when they just they're there for uh, somebody the doctor to help she that's why i have a problem watching classic who because they're all like uh... that and it, it 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 would make me angry Yep. Like watching Sarah Jane, and I was just like, I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> I want to watch this, but I can't. It's pretty um, rough. And the new, the, I mean, for newer who, it's 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 bit better. I mean, at times Rose is a little damselly, and um, mm-hmm. you know, Amy Pond a little bit as well. But for the most part, you know, they all kind of had their moments where they they you know were able to hold their own, and and uh, and I appreciated that. I mean, I don't need a character to be full balls to the wall, but in the same breath. Yeah, the damsel in distress is just it's it's done. I think yep. it's done, and just in in our, in our lives in general, I think it's been overplayed, and we're sick of seeing it. You know what I would love to see next? I would love to see a female Doctor Who. Yeah, I I, I mean yeah, they got the they got the ability to make that that uh, that chance right now. They can go for it. You know, I mean, I mean they've paved they, all the they've paved all the way ahead right up to it. They've got uh-huh. uh, Missy showed up, yep. so you know yep. there we know that that's a thing. Yeah. Uh, we have a, a a current companion who is um, a lesbian, and mm-hmm. you know if they want to throw in a romantic interest there, well, there's there's only one way to do that. In the fictional world of Community, though, uh, they had a, a female Doctor Who, and it didn't go down very well in the Community. <laughs> Did anyone watch that episode? Oh dear. No. Okay. I, I didn't. I, I watched a bit of Community, but I uh, I got tired of it. Okay, yep. um, we're ending this podcast early. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's the second rage quit we've had this podcast. We're, we're, we're two of four people have rage quit during this podcast at some point. Well, we're not done yet. Let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, four for four. Let's well, see so, how many so, bridges we can burn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, Darylin, so explain to us the community. Uh, like, explain what you're talking about. Okay, so the TV show Community with uh, Donald Glover, mm-hmm. who is now Ch- uh, Childish Gambino. He's an awesome rapper. Um, I think it's season five. They have this fictional character, which is it's pretty much Doctor Who, but they call it, I think, Doctor Space Time or something like that. And uh, they go to a convention and they talk about how in one season they do have a female Doctor Who. And if you like her, you're kind of going against all the fans. And it's like a big deal and all the feminists like her, but then they get trashed because they do like her. And it's, it's just funny because it's a little bit of a play on what would probably happen in the real world if it 
went forward. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah of course. Everybody would lose their minds, but I'm okay yeah. with that. They've, everybody already yeah, has I, lost their minds. Yeah, I don't care. I mean, people whining about women-only Wonder Woman screenings? Uh, come on, fuck off. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Who cares? I mean, really, who cares? Why Why do you have to get so, you know, butthurt about that? I mean, give me a break. Well, I think a lot of the uh, that sort of rhetoric is, is probably manufactured. It's, you know, it's an old boys club and, and yeah. like the, I'm going to, I'm going to ruin this, but it's the, the Beckel test or the Betchel or the, I think it's Beckel. you know, where like if, if a show does not have two women that are named that have a conversation about something other than men fails a test. And it is phenomenal how many movies this falls under new ones yeah. and good ones too. Like they're, they're good movies, but like for no reason there's just not women in roles, and it's it's ridiculous. I have yet to have the pleasure of being able to see Wonder Woman yet. I think I'm going to see it this weekend, so uh, I'll be able to... I, I want to talk about that movie, but I don't want to do so, obviously, until I've seen it. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, all I know is everyone's opinions, who I trust, have been doing nothing but singing its praises. Uh, so it's nice for DC to have a second movie out there. Yeah, seriously. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Um, what Although do you think speaking, about... speaking of DC, though, I finally got to see the Lego Batman movie, and Blair, it's nothing like the other Lego movie. This oh, I know, you... I've been told. Okay, you you will freaking love it. Oh my god, it is so meta and breaking fourth walls. Holy crap, it is amazing. I am looking forward to that one because honestly, my the only part of the original Lego movie I liked was the ones that the scenes where Batman was in. So I, I'm fully on board on seeing this. I have a lot of people who have said Lego Batman is their favorite Batman. Like, not just the Lego Batman, the Batman period, their favorite Batman. Really? So I I am looking forward to that. I um, saw it. That. I have to go with a solid meh. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I was expecting... Well, I, I really liked the Lego movie. Uh, although I can understand why some people would not. Um, yeah, no. But I, no. I saw Lego Batman. And maybe it was just the space I was in, but it was... <laughs> All right. I've been, I've been waiting for that one to show up in, in my Netflix. I've probably still got mm-hmm. a bit of time before that's going to happen. Yeah, I'm just waiting for uh, Joey to, to, to rage quit here. Is, is, this, is this the one? <laughs> no? He's trying to push <laughs> Joey to the rage quit level. That's it. He's I'm out here. <laughs> he's got to flip his camera in a moment. No. It's all good. Um, he's not my boss at work, so... Oh, wait. Did I say that out loud? I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> oh I know that one. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I finally got to see Guardians of the Galaxy, and I know that's something Joey saw pretty early on. The um, first one know. or the second one? Second one, second one. <sighs> okay, you, you, do you or do you not agree with me? The best scenes musically are the one, the two with Fleetwood Mac. Was that the in the old Mustang? No. I can't I don't remember the music. I'm okay, sorry. the scenes with Fleetwood Mac, uh, the chain playing is the slow mo pan as they're coming out of the the ship, and it's like like a slow mo like badass walk. And okay, then the yeah, other yeah, yeah. the other scene is where he's kicking the guy's ass, and the music just revs up in volume, and you're like, yeah, kind of that. Yes. Well, I just I just really enjoyed the movie from start to finish. I I had. I laughed. I, anyone who hasn't seen it, please go see it. Tyrion, if you haven't seen it, I honestly go see it. You'll love it. The Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxies two. The uh, it's it's a sequel that's better than the original. That's I just, oh wow. That's a, 
It has. I haven't seen it yet, but that's high praise. I, I, yeah, I really liked it. I know some people are like, oh, I needed more Baby Groot. And I'm like, no, I think there was just mm-hmm. a perfect amount of Baby Groot. Um, That's probably Yeah, and I would have liked to have seen more Star-Lord, frankly. Hmm. I, I thought that Chris Pratt did a great job um, as Star-Lord. So, uh, no, there, <laughs> Drax is the best character in this movie. He's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> David Bautista steals this show, and that was fine by me. His shit was hilarious, <laughs> especially the stuff with Mantis was just killing me. You guys are going to love it. Uh, dear Lynn. Yes? You have a game for us? I do. Well, I found a new one, and it's called Don't Be a Shithead. Oh. But... I, oh. I really love it. Winner. No, but it, it's oh, really, Lord, I can't work out how to play it. I think it's going to take us like an hour to work it out. So for today, mm-hmm. we'll go with the oldie but a goodie Google feud. But next week I will have a brand oh. new game. And I'll, I will try and work we- out Don't Be a Shithead because I think that'll be funny. <laughs> All right, Google feud. You played this before, Paul? I have not. Okay, Google feud. It is when you t- go to type in something in Google and it tries to finish your sentence. So it's all about how does Google autocomplete this query? So we are under the category culture. So we have Indiana Jones and the... Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom? Yeah. Temple of Doom. Coming in at number one, 10,000 points. Hey! Woo! Joey. Joey. Uh, Last Crusade. The Last Crusade. It's the Last Crusade, yeah. Crusade. Number two. Woohoo! Oh, let's do the shitty one. The Crystal Skull. That's the only one I know. <laughs> the fictional one. That's the oh. only one you know, no. Terrellin? Are you kidding me right now? True, but that one didn't come up. No Yay, win! <laughs> I'm, gonna I'm happy guess for that. They probably didn't name it. It was probably just four. <laughs> and the... Even Google denies the existence of the crystal skull. I have more faith in humanity mm. now. I will type in, in the hat scene. Just in case. No, okay. okay. No, all right. We have one more chance. Uh, Last Crusade, Temple of Doom. Um, there's one in the middle. Uh, the arc, the arc. Oh yeah. And the arc. The is arc. That's the first it? one. Uh, no, no. It's um. The arc. Of, no, like the arc is of it the covenant. The, it's it's the lost ark. The raiders yeah, of the raiders lost, of lost ark. And the raiders of the lost ark. Oh nope. Okay, okay. These are the ones. Okay, so coming in at one, Temple of Doom. Number two, Last Crusade. Then it's Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. There you go. Oh. Fate of Atlantis. Temple of Doom cast, Last Crusade cast, Infernal Machine, Staff of Kings, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I thought we did that one. We did. Must oh. might have spelled it wrong, I guess. Oh, with a K. Okay. And Emperor's Tomb. So there was two that we should have got, but yeah. You know, but I spellings. couldn't spell it properly. <laughs> That's fine. I, I wouldn't well, have I said the cast. I thought it was with the C. Yeah. Okay, let's do um, category. Let's do people. All right. How does Google autocomplete this query? Why do people like? Why oh, do Jesus. people like? Uh, why do people like Donald Trump? I was thinking the same thing. 
Nah. No. No. Oh no! no it turns out nobody likes him. Simple question. All right. <laughs> so no one needs to ask. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, why Kanye people... West. Oh. Why do people like Kanye West? Okay. Oh no! We got one more chance. Ooh. Joey. Uh, why do people like? Is that a cat or a child? That that was a cat. Okay. <laughs> it's really hard. Sometimes I can't tell the difference between a cat screaming and a child screaming because they kind of sort of sound the same. <laughs> what kind of weekends do you have exactly? <laughs> All right. Why do people like coffee? Coffee. This is this is under people, no? No, I think you can still put in these things, but no. Okay, okay. here we go. These are the answers. Anime is number one. Hmm. Yeah. Number two was horror movies. Number okay. three is beer. Number four is me. Oh, why do people like me? I was going to say cats. Cats comes in after that. I was actually going to say this one too. Sex. <laughs> feet. <What? laughs> why do people like Clearly that? they're not doing it right. <laughs> why do people like feet? Why do people like sports? Why do people like Gilmore Girls? And why ah. do people like music? <laughs> That should, that should actually Sorry. be number one. That's a good answer. Oh, that's Taylor's favorite show. It's pretty much her life. It pretty much is my life. <laughs> oh, Bastard. Joey's... <laughs> well, we know the title of this one. Nice. <laughs> Why do people like Google Girls? Okay, one last one before oh, we go. Oh, good All lord. Right. How does Google, Google autocomplete this query? I think life is... I think life. I think life is. Is that what you said? Yeah. Hmm. A box of chocolates. Yeah. A box of choco lates. Nope. Yeah, it's different wording. I think life is beautiful. Yes. Nope. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> well, I'll take the other side. Uh, over overrated. Overrated. No, okay, wow, we really suck. Joey, give your answer before we read these, because you didn't get a chance. Uh, like, not real or fake. Yes, fake came in at number two. Oh, so, we should have let Joey yeah. go first. <laughs> so we have, I think life is a dream at number one, with 10,000 points. Life I think is life is fake. Sure. I think life is about falling in love. I think life is meaningless. I think life is not real. I think life is a game. I think life is a gift Titanic. What? I, I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's a quote because then afterwards it is, I think life is a pet named Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Who Googles this shit? I think Google may be having a meltdown. I think uh, so. And then we have, I think life is an illusion and I think life is pointless. But I like the theory that life is a pet named Steve. I mean, wow. There's a lot of depressing shit in that list. <laughs> you don't want to read all of the people's Google searches. You'll uh, you'll be done with life immediately. Like, I love uh, those I videos. Am... If Google was a guy. <laughs> oh yeah, that poor bastard that sits in the room. That one <laughs> freaking jock keeps telling him to put up different types of porn. Uh-huh. <laughs> he whips himself. At Titanic jar. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like Kate Winslet tits. <laughs> <laughs> 
Kate Winslet drawing. Kate Winslet tits. <laughs> Round two. <laughs> that was a great little video. Oh, my God. Uh, Paul, where can we find you on the interwebs? Uh, at the moment, pretty much nowhere. Uh, you can you can go check out my previous videos at uh, youtube.com slash allhailskippy, where I still have a lot of content that exists. And, you know, should I decide that I actually want to finish my part two of my, my multiple part never finished series, uh, that's where that will be. There's a few videos of Paul's I'd, I'd recommend checking out. The lightsaber is, is one of my favorites, the Weeping Angels one. It's probably my favorite video he ever shot. Um, but another one coming in third, which is a little tough for me to admit because um, there is Paul in their shower, is, is your cold shower experiment. <laughs> that video what? is currently unlisted, uh, but yes. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> that's, no, no, it's, it's quite all right. I put it on a... I, I tried to focus the channel to be a little bit more nerdcrafting specific, but uh, yeah, it's on yeah. one of the playlists, so it's not, it's not gone, just... Uh, yeah. Just hiding. There's a there's a book called The Flinch that I did some of the experiments from. One of which being hopping in a cold shower every morning for for a week. Not awesome. Although by the end, meh. Yeah. Yeah. Terry Allen did a video with her in the shower too. So it's we got two rage quitters and two showers, and I'm seeing a lot of similarities here. Uh, if you <laughs> if you film yourself there. in the shower, then you'll. <laughs> quit a podcast uh, well Paul thank you very much for joining us this evening from La Belle Provence um, next time you're in town make sure to look me up we'll go get some more wings and some more sorry, some more beverages if you will Blair beverages uh, Blair beverages always top of my list perfect thanks so much uh, wanna, for having me yeah my pleasure I want to thank Joanne Tierland for joining us here as always thank you so much and you're welcome until, anytime until next anytime Till next time, guys. Buy Tierlin's book, Cold Harper, Steam Vampire Cat. Yes, Tierlin. yes, yes. It's very exciting. Oh, 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 my turn. Okay. Um, yeah, so my newest book, Cold Harper, a Steam Vampire Cat, is coming out on the 27th of June. And my book launch, which you just have to fly over to Australia to come attend, uh, is on the Friday, which <laughs> Crash Bandicoot is coming out. So it's kind of like, you know, stealing my thunder, but whatever, we'll get over that. And it's very exciting because it's not just like a normal book launch. We ha are having performances and we're having people dress up as the characters and we even have the one and only Blair as the voice of Colt, like just what? bagging everyone out. And it's so funny. So every time my students sing like a really pretty song, he will then bag them out. So I'm going to see if I can live stream it. So that way you can watch because it's really, really, well, I hope it will be funny. And um, yeah, and it has a five-star review on Reader's Favorite so far, which was also the competition that Jim Carrey won. So like, I'm like up there with Jim Carrey, which is so totally exciting. And um, yeah, that's my story. Yeah, I... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to be chastising children, okay? <laughs> and adults, it's okay. Yeah, oh, there's some adults in there, yeah, okay. No, I didn't actually from, know that. No, they range from four years old to 70, so like we got a good Oh, which one's there. four? Which song is four? Uh, Monsters, that's why I made it not too Oh, bad. no. Okay, yeah, thank you. That one actually wasn't so bad. Um, but yeah, check, check out the live stream, check out her book launch. The book comes out what date? 27th Again? of June, but you can totally pre-order it, and it'd be awesome if you did, please. There you go. So check out <laughs> Terrilyn's new book. And until next time, guys, take care. Bye.
find Blair on Twitter at Blair Beveridge, Webisode Watch, and Hoopod. His Twitch channel is twitch.tv slash Blair Beveridge, where he streams Friday evenings at 9pm Eastern Standard Time. You can also find him on YouTube. Just search his name. That's him. Finally, you can catch him playing the Goblin Shaman in the web series Basic Adventuring 101, which can be found on basicadventuring101.com. You can find Joey on Twitter at joeycouture underscore, because someone already stole it. On YouTube as Joey Couture, and you can also find him on Etsy, Joey Couture Geek Chic. You can find Tyrolin at TizThunder on Twitter, Tyrolin Puxty on YouTube, Tyrolin Puxty on Facebook, and I'm pretty much floating around everywhere. T-Y-R-O-L-I-N-P-U-X-T-Y. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next time.